Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith, Edinburgh. This podcast features edited highlights from our hybrid Sunday service which was held on August the 22nd, 2021. To find out how to join us online or in person, and for more general information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to you all in church, and welcome to everybody at home. I'm looking forward to uh, Suzanne, who's multitasking this week. She's doing the technology, the music, making cups and tea, (laughs) and doing the reflection as well. So we look forward uh, to hearing her on the theme of food, uh, which is uh, how music can feed our souls and feed our faith um, as individuals and as a community. So we'll start our service in the usual way, uh, with a moment's quiet to prepare ourselves. And during that time, I'd invite everybody at home to light a candle, and we'll light a candle here in church as a sign of Christ's light connecting us together at church and at home. Friend and stranger, welcome in the name of Jesus. We gather together, putting our trust in the grace and mercy of God. Amen. Eternal God, maker of the skies above, lowly Christ, lover of the earth and its people, unfettered spirit, giver of gracious gifts. O hidden mystery sun behind all suns, soul within all souls, in all we touch, in all we meet. As bearers of your image, we come to be reshaped, dependent on your mercy. Let us pray the colic together. 
God of constant mercy, who sent your Son to save us, remind us of your goodness, increase your grace within us, that our thankfulness may grow through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We now come to a time of confession, trusting in God's forgiveness. Let us now, in silence, confess our failings and acknowledge our part in the pain of the world. We say together, May God forgive us, Christ renew us, and the Spirit enable us to grow in love. Amen. I spoke in this part of the service was four years ago. Um, I think you hear quite enough from me that four years is frequent enough. Um, and at that point, I'd been music director here for a year. And the title of my, my, my chat then was We're All in the Band. And in a way, it would be enough to say that I'm still basically committed to exactly the same things, um, using music to inspire and include people and to build our faith community and make connections with our wider world. So I'm going to go for a sort of hybrid today, because we're hybrid now, that's our new buzzword, and it's partly a small corner so that those of you who maybe don't know me so well 
can hear a bit about what I do and I'll also do a, a tiny bit of musing on, on the gospel and how music might be something that sustains us as we, we kind of deal with the challenges of life and of, of following Jesus as well. So I'll start in quite an honest sort of place. Um, if I was to try and define my life, I'd say I'm sort of freakily fortunate in my life. Um, I like to sing, I like to play music and write songs, and I get to do all of those things for a living. So that's a good start. Um, and what do I do? I spend two days a week working for Fishy Music, which is a children's music organisation, alongside Margaret and Stephen Fishbacker and a great team. And um, we make and we use songs, some of which we use here in St. James, and um, lots of schools and churches around the UK and beyond use that material and uh, seem to really like it. So we get a, get a lot of good vibes from that. And then for one day a week, I work here at St. James, as you know. And in the time that's left, I run a Cayley band and I do some of my own music. Um, I'm married to Sandy, who's a videographer and also a really good musician. And we have two children who are 11 and 9, happy and healthy, great wee guys. And we live in a nice house in East Lothian and I go swimming in the sea every Friday morning. <laughs> I mean, really, it, it makes you feel faintly sick, doesn't it, when you set it out like that? And <laughs> so, continuing in the honesty though, um, given this this sort of raft of privilege, I, I cannot say that I've done myself particularly proud in terms of rising above COVID-19. Um, to be frank, I got my backside properly kicked by lockside, lockside? lockdown number one. I did not do well. Um, I was angry, incredulous, depressed. Um, I was raging about the government telling me I couldn't see my family and also about the fact that my special vocation to sing and get other people singing was now a public health hazard. Wasn't very happy about that. And I also realised a few weeks into lockdown that my long-term joke about myself being addicted to music was kind of coming back to bite me because it was actually true. Um, I was on a major sort of downer, a big withdrawal from all these good vibes that I get from all the lovely things that I do in my life. So it wasn't great, and I remember a few times in Zoom church over those months having to turn the camera off on occasion because I wasn't doing so well. But what kept me from descending into that hole completely, I think, was just having stuff to do. It was simple. Um, although I was a bit sceptical about Zoom church at first, um, there was still work to be done, there were songs to prepare, and we realised that there were still ways to get other people involved in singing as well. Um, and we all had a steep learning curve, and for me it was about how to put together a passable version of Come All You People using a variety of recordings from people's mobile phones. <laughs> um, so it's amazing what could be done, and the kind words from many of you um, on that time about the importance of music, even in that context, really helped me to keep plodding along, so thanks for that. And then with, with fishy music as well, it was quite difficult times. Um, as a team that got a lot of its strength and positivity from spending time together, we were quite flummoxed at first by having to be a, a kind of online team. But although we couldn't do concerts and meet with children, we did hit on the idea of do doing these lockdown assemblies um, for people to use in homeschool and in their, in their different situations. And that was really successful and many, many thousands of people used those as a way of keeping singing and keeping connected with their peers in a sort of way. 
Um, I'm just glad that all the swearing was edited out, though, because <laughs> the scene was, so Margaret would be in her flat and I'd be in my house. We were speaking to each other on mobile phones with earpieces, and we had our Zoom screen to see each other, and we are basically trying to co-perform um, with the time lag on the internet and trying to present the songs to people. So the air was blue at points, I can tell you. But that, that, you know, that's the wonders of editing. So that was all going on. Um, but really, I mean, I can't really say I had a hard time compared with a lot of people who were faced with really serious illness and isolation and financial hardship. But I've talked to a few people about this, and you know, our pain is our pain, isn't it? Um, there'll be always someone in a worse situation than us, but that doesn't invalidate what we're going through. And uh, without wanting to glorify suffering, um, I know Christians are sometimes accused of that, um, I'd say that I've learned quite a lot over the last chunk of time. And one of the main things is that um, for somebody like me who goes out and makes noise in the world, I had to just remember that I'm still me. I don't cease to exist because I'm not going out in the world and making a racket about stuff. So that was, that was a, something I'll, I'll hold on to. And I know that we've all been challenged in, in many different ways over the last while. I think not being allowed to sing was a really big one for me. Um, and I certainly won't take it for granted again. To hear you all singing that round together and over the internet as well uh, is, is something that, that I, I won't just assume um, in future, I don't think. And uh, dealing with challenge. The Gospel today sets out a really challenging situation, doesn't it? Um, both for Jesus and for his followers. Um, I try and put myself into the scene where he's just delivered another really controversial public message based around eating his flesh, drinking his blood and gaining eter eternal life. Now can you just imagine hearing that for the very first time without the benefit of some context from Ian or Judith or any of the people that we're lucky to have teaching us about these things? you would be a bit freaked out, wouldn't you? Um, I mean, I can just hear the people in the group saying, as they said in the reading, I mean, I'm going to slightly paraphrase, this one's beyond me. I can't make sense of it. Who could follow it anyway? Nobody. See you later. You can just imagine them sort of edging away, can't you? And then you can imagine Jesus' frustration as his words land and he can see the response. He can see people's confusion, people's offence, people's shock. And then the disappointment that he must have felt as many of those who'd been with him for a long time leave. And the tone in his voice as, as he says to his closest friends, so are you going to leave too? That sense of who's still with me here. I mean, he's Jesus, but he's also human, right? And his friends, I feel for them as well. Um, maybe we've all been there. Um, at some point, a sense of the Christian life making impossible demands on us and the kind of rock in a hard place thing where turning away doesn't feel like an option but once you've got any sort of faith that Jesus is who he says he is but following it also seems quite impossible at times. So you could just sit with that and it's like a wrestle, you know, to wrestle with this concept of the bread of life and the hardship of knowing that we'll probably never really be able to live the way that Jesus asked us to. It's quite hard, isn't it? Like we, we come here every week and 
often we hear these hard things and they provoke thoughts and emotions within us. And it feels to me like what we need is a kind of safe container for all this struggle and then all the joy as well, because there's joy in it too. Um, We need something we can pour ourselves into and be held by. And we need a way to be an individual grappling with our faith and its lessons. But we also need to be aware of our place in a larger group. And we need time to process, measured out in a rhythm that we can feel, that we can add into in our own way. And we need a way to dwell on all these mysterious words and take them in and then send them back out again in some sort of tangible way into the world. And we need a space to be together that goes beyond the words and doesn't rely on our abilities or our talents or where we're at in our life or even physical presence in one place like we've discovered together now. We don't need to all be in the same room to have a shared experience. And what one thing, what can possibly do all those things? What, what can do that? I think music can do that. And that's, I guess, what I feel like my, my, my job is about. I think music can do all those things for us and in us and through us. Um, this idea of Jesus as the bread of life and the fact that we eat that in a sort of way and that changes us. All the great things we've heard over the last few weeks about that message. Shall we just have a little example of that just now? Um, We're going to sing This is the Body of Christ later, but let's just take a minute before I go on and we'll we'll sing that once or twice. Could I get any? Uh, Whatever the chord is. This is the body of Christ Broken that we may be song is something in our community that I I think we we sort of know this even if we don't think it out loud very often it sustains us on our way it just gives us a way of accessing um, all the challenging things that we try and hear and live and it gives us all sorts of other things it gives us strength and joy and peace and space And um, it's my hope that we can continue to do that. And I'd like to finish with an idea that the comfort and the belonging and the encouragement that that we all find in music and song 
might be something over time that we can share beyond our church gate and beyond our own Zoom meeting. Um, Because shared music, like shared foods, brings people together in an immediate and an inclusive way. Maybe the spirit and the life that Jesus spoke about in John 6.63 might take the form of a tune for others to join in on. And maybe the singing and the creativity that we've nurtured over many years could be part of us developing connections with those around us in Leith and also with those others that might join us online as time goes on and as we develop our new identity as a community together. So we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, just thank you for all your support of my role here and of all the others who are in the team and very much the case that we're all still in the band. So I'll I'll finish with that. Thanks. Great. But I would so much like to express our sincere and our heartfelt thanks uh, to you, Suzanne, for letting us be in your band. And before you say it's not my band, it's Jesus's band, I would still really want to thank you for week in and week out pointing us to that self-same Jesus and so skillfully enabling our songs of praise and releasing our musical prayers uh, to God. And maybe that can serve as a bridge into our intercessions now as we pray for the church and for the world and thank God for his goodness. When I close each bidding with compassion and creative God, would you respond Teach us to hear and to sing your song. Compassion and creative God, teach us to hear and to sing your song. Pray for the world and its people, remembering national and international conflicts and concerns for diplomatic negotiations over wars and the threat of war, for the plight of refugees fleeing war. We particularly pray for the people of Afghanistan and Kabul, its capital. And we pray for maximum numbers of people to be extracted who need to find refuge from the Taliban. And we pray against the oppression and the violence that characterizes that movement. Bring your peace that country. And we pray for the people of Haiti, struck by a tropical storm days after the earthquake, which killed over 1,900 people. May relief efforts reach those most vulnerable and not be hampered by the country's political instability. For all who suffer and grieve there, we pray for your consolation. And in a moment of silence, I invite you to bring before God the conflicts and the natural disasters that weigh most heavily on your heart at this time. Compassion, compassionate and creative God, teach us to hear and to sing your song. We pray for the church of which we are but one small part. May we proclaim and sing out and live out the song 
of inclusion, that we may extend God's welcome, that we may be God's welcome to the weary, the downhearted, those who are excluded, those who are oppressed. We pray for the communities of Leith and of Edinburgh. We pray for economic recovery, for the growth of job prospects, as well as for the welfare needed to protect the most vulnerable. We pray for community initiatives that lift up those who are depressed or friendless or downtrodden. We pray for the success of projects that break down barriers of class, of gender, of race and creed, and that serve the common good. Compassionate and creative God, teach us to hear and to sing your song. For those who are abused, for those who are neglected young and old, pray for those with no status and no voice, for those that the world labels and discards. Praise for the, pray for those who feel rejected, those whom no one chooses to be with, for those who label themselves as incel or as outcasts of any kind, or who nurture consuming anger against family members or society around them. Compassionate and creative God, teach us to hear and to sing your song. We pray for those close to us who are injured, sick, or dying, and for those who grieve. We name them now in our hearts, knowing that they are closer to your heart than we can ever imagine. May your song be heard in their lives. Compassionate and creative God, teach he us to hear, to hear and to sing your song. Pray for those who are bereaved, whose loved ones have passed to a better place free of pain. And I invite you to pray for those who remember the anniversary of their loss at this time. Compassionate and creative God, teach us to hear and to sing your song. Finally, I invite you to pray for the Church of Christ, for its bishops, priests, chaplains, deacons, its lay ministers, working to bring the divine melody of God with its comforts and its challenges to us and to the world. Pray for the whole church, that it might be more and more the way of Christ, for pilgrims in pain, for believers who doubt, for the searchers for God's truth and the lovers of God's mystery. May God show us how to sing the song of his saving and healing action in a world of much sorrow and confusion. And may we also be inspired and empowered to be the hands of God as he sings the song of Jesus through each one of us. Compassionate and creative God, teach us to hear and to sing your song. We bring all our prayers to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jeffrey, for your prayers. And I'd like to 
add my thanks to Suzanne, who so skillfully weaves the theme of our service um, into the music and actually creates the, the whole feel um, of a service. And I think music is a special food because I think it bypasses our mind and hits us uh, in our hearts. And um, it's really good to be reminded how important it is. And I think it is part of St. James's identity. And uh, I thank you, Suzanne and all the musicians who uh, every week provide, actually provide the container in which other words can be heard. So thank you. So we now come to a uh, time of the peace where welcome again and say peace to everyone at home and in church. So please stand for the peace. We meet in Christ's name. So we now come to our time of sharing together at home and in church. We say together, Yours, Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the splendor, and the majesty. For everything in heaven and on earth is yours. All things come from you and of your own. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right Let us give thanks to our gracious God, whose mercy endures A blessing on our heads and on our houses. The blessing of God. A blessing in our coming and going. The peace A blessing in our life and believing. The love of God. A blessing at our end and new beginning. The arms of God to welcome us and to bring us home. Amen.
This is the day that God has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We will not offer to God offerings that cost nothing. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of the Trinity of love, one God, perfect in unity. Amen.